Welcome back to it. Good to have you here on this Fat Tuesday. Uh, I, I'm really excited. I really am excited about the debate coming up tonight because after last week, I mean, last week, I'm not going to kid you. It was the most fun watching a debate I've had probably ever. Uh, the finger point, not finger point, finger wagging. Uh, the contention, the back and forth. You know, Mayor Pete and Klobuchar arguing over here and Michael Bloomberg and Liz Warren going at it over here and Bernie just yelling and Biden not quite sure what's going on. I loved it. I, I did. Uh, my next guest, Kyle Drennan, is the Media Research Center senior news analyst and a contributing editor to News Busters. Kyle, welcome back. Thanks for having me on. Uh, good to have you here. So um, Michael Bloomberg has possibly one of the worst debate performances ever. He has no personality. He has no charisma. He has no debating skills. But other than that, he was great. Um, you've got Bernie who thinks this this is Bernie's dream date. It is. A billionaire that he can go after and hammer on. Bloomberg, meanwhile, yesterday launches a, an all-out war on Bernie with a new ad campaign saying that Bernie Sanders basically is the best friend of the National Rifle Association, among other things. Uh, what are some of the keys you're going to be looking for tonight? Yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see if, uh, you know, Bloomberg's uh, performance improves at all. I mean, obviously, last week was disastrous for him, but... Um, also, I think just, you know, watching all the media coverage in reaction to last week's debate, I mean, they're really in sheer panic mode at this point because they just see the Democratic race as sort of a mess right now. And, you know, Bernie Sanders, the self-avowed socialist, is the front runner, And so a lot of people in the media are just, you know, are kind of freaking out because they they don't see a Democratic field right now that, uh, could defeat Donald Trump in November, and the media are in the tanks of the Democratic Party. So they're all about trying to do whatever, find whatever helps the the Democrats win, and they're they're clearly uh, very worried right now. Well, as as they should be. Now, uh, I have been predicting for a very long time that Bernie Sanders becomes the nominee. Let's be honest; he has a very solid core of support. Twenty twenty five percent of the Democrat Party is. Uh, strongly behind Bernie Sanders. Plus, he has tons of money. I mean, in the fourth quarter, he brought in, what, $35.5 million fourth quarter alone. He's got tons of money, lots of small contributors. So whenever he needs a cash call, he just shakes the tree, and he gets $5, 10 $20 from all these different people that keep supporting him. Uh, Michael Bloomberg, if he thought he was going to be able to close that deal on money alone, it just didn't happen. So as you look at this right now, uh, where would your money be? Where Where would you think... The advantage lies. Is it still with Bernie? Can Bloomberg pull this off? Is Biden going to survive in South Carolina? It's possible. He has a a very small lead in the latest polling I've seen from South Carolina, but uh, his campaign also running on fumes. Your thoughts? Uh, Yeah, I mean, right now it does seem like it is Bernie Sanders to lose. You know, he certainly seems to have momentum. I mean, you know, the polling is very tight in South Carolina. It does seem like Biden has you know, definitely has a chance to uh, still win there um, on Saturday. So we'll see. Is that going to be enough to, uh, you know, shake things up and keep really keep Biden in the race? And, uh, you know, that's that's anyone's guess. But it's yeah, it is. It is pretty chaotic right now. And then, of course, next Tuesday, a week from today is Super Tuesday. So. You're going to have uh, about 1,300 delegates are going to be 
uh, handed out uh, next week. And so depending on, you know, if somebody comes in and starts scooping up most of them, then um, then that'll tell us a lot. And right now it looks like that would be Bernie Sanders. He is leading in California and Texas, according to the polling, if you believe that. And, it's you know, the polling can be questionable. It's, uh, four years ago, uh, uh, excuse me, but um, Hillary had a 20-point lead, we were told, in Michigan. Bernie came in and won by a point and a half. So the polling can always be suspect. But let me ask you about this because I, I want to know, uh, Kyle, what you think about Bernie Sanders' major plans. He revealed taxes will be raised, lawsuits will be filed, cuts to the military will be made. These are all ways he's going to pay for his tens of trillions of dollars in free education for everybody, free housing for everybody, a government takeover of uh, the healthcare sector, a government takeover of energy, all of these things put out in a fact sheet yesterday. Uh, and I don't think that it passes the, the the common sense kitchen table review of most Americans. Your thoughts? No, it doesn't. I mean, this is sort of just, yeah, pie-in-the-sky, um, sort of wild uh, policy proposals that, you know, how, how is this going to be done? How are you going to pay for any of this? Um, you know, it's funny, though, uh, yesterday, watching the Today Show, uh, Savannah Guthrie was uh, talking about Bernie and said, you know, has Bernie Sanders ever really been thoroughly vetted? No. You know, between last time and this time. And, right, the answer to that is no. No one's really gone through the numbers and quizzed him on, like, well, how are you going to do this? How, do you, how does this work? How is, you know. And, but that, of course, that question is sort of from a reporter is, that's your job. Your job is to do the vetting of the candidates. And the fact that you have uh, a network journalist sort of asking that question at this late stage and after he's already run for president last time, right. it just shows that they're, they're falling down. They're not doing their job when it comes to a lot of these Democratic candidates. Yeah, he, uh, he has gotten a pass the first time because nobody thought he was a serious candidate. And then he yeah. almost, you know, it's possible that he, he, you know, actually did win in 16, but... Got an end run from the from the Democrat Party. Uh, with me is Kyle Drennan, Media Research Center senior news analyst, contributing editor to News Busters. Uh, well, the other thing is here they are vetting Bernie and Bloomer at the same time. Really, now now they're power vetting both of these guys, and, and let's say they do, and that's going to do what? Push Joe Biden back to the top of the heap. Joe Biden is a is an awful candidate. I mean, sorry, he's an awful candidate. He's terrible. He doesn't he doesn't know where he is half the time. I cannot see Joe Biden on a debate stage with Donald Trump. I can see Bernie Sanders fighting back and forth with Trump, but I don't think the Americans are going to choose a socialist. I don't believe that at all. Um, Michael Bloomberg has no personality. It's monotone Mike. I'm sorry, but he is not a good – it doesn't matter how much money he has. It's not going to create a personality or an ability to connect with people in retail politics at all. He doesn't have that. So – uh, the best matchup I might be for the Democrats might be Bernie, believe it or not. I don't think he wins, but it might be the best matchup they have left. I'll give you the last word. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I think the media is just very, very nervous about Bernie because, yeah, they do not think Americans are going to elect a socialist. I think they were a lot of reporters and journalists were betting on Biden, and, and that kind of fell apart. And then they were kind of betting on Bloomberg a little bit, and that seems to have fallen apart. So they may be stuck with Bernie, and it'll be really interesting to see how uh, how the liberal media tries to maybe either go all out against Bernie one more time, or maybe starts to just try and get on the bandwagon. Hmm. 
we'll have to see. We'll see. I, I will bet that they won't embrace Donald Trump anytime soon. I'll go with that. Uh, Kyle, greatly I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I kind of doubt that. Kyle, thank you so much for being here. Okay, thank you. You have a Kyle Drennan, Media Research Center's senior news analyst, contributing editor to News Busters. Uh, that debate tonight in South Carolina, uh, I'm going to be fired up for it. Hope you are as well. Quick break. It's a Tuesday here on the Steve Gruber Show, Fat Tuesday to be specific. We'll be right back. Attention small business owners with 10 to 250 employees. Do you offer an effective 401k plan to your employees? Are you comfortable with all financial liability? The Michigan Chamber is offering its members the first statewide multiple employer 401k plan. Now, small businesses can offer their employees all the investment benefits a large company can at a competitive price. The program is powered by TriStar Trust Bank, a Michigan bank specializing in full-service wealth management. TriStar will work with your employees, understand their needs, and design an investment portfolio to achieve their goals. To learn more about the Michigan Chamber Multiple Employer 401k Retirement Plan, go to michamber.com. The Michigan Chamber Multiple Employer 401k Plan is available to Michigan Chamber members only. Become a member and receive $100 off by mentioning this ad. The Michigan Chamber of Commerce, moving Michigan forward. DTE believes that the energy we all use doesn't have to contribute to climate change. That's why within the next 10 years, we will triple renewables and cut carbon emissions in half. And now we're announcing a bold new goal to reach net-zero carbon emissions in electric generation by 2050. DTE has long been a leader in clean, affordable, reliable energy. And leaders don't just do what's easy. They do what's right. DTE. At DTE, we're committed to using our energy to serve and transform communities, helping to create a brighter future for us all through projects like building parks, partnering with schools, job training programs, and volunteering our time to those in need. Because at DTE, we believe we have a responsibility to serve our customers and our communities. Learn more at DTEimpact.com. DTE.